Welcome y bienvenidos to Presently Aquí with Claudia, an insightful mindfulness podcast to help you discover ways to control your thoughts, emotions, fears, and essentially mastering self-love. Blessings, everyone. Today I will be highlighting what mindfulness is and its importance. Let's start with a little history. The roots of mindfulness came from all religions, but predominantly from Tibetan and Indian Buddhism over 2,000 years ago. That includes meditation and yoga. We've all heard of the Tibetan Buddhist monk, His Holiness, the Dalai Lama. If you haven't, I suggest you Google him. In the 1950s, he became the exiled Tibetan spiritual leader when China invaded Tibet. In my opinion, this dark time in Tibet is what brought attention to Buddhism and his doctrine on mindfulness. He inspired a string of Buddhist monks and masters throughout time. His Holiness is still alive and well at age 88. He still offers public teachings of the Buddhist Dharma around the world and online. I personally enjoy watching him and learning from a real-life master because he also includes science in all his teachings. Okay, okay, enough gushing over one of my heroes. I will continue. Mindfulness was brought to the West by Buddhist masters in the 1960s and 70s. The most popular one is Thich Nhat Han. He is a Buddhist monk and a peace activist that went on to write many books in English, particularly in mindfulness. I highly recommend checking out his books. This was a big deal because not many books existed on mindfulness in English prior to his arrival. But it wasn't until Professor John Kabat-Zinn modernized, by modernized I mean removing the religious framework around mindfulness in a way that's functional, understandable, and attainable by the average busy American. He started a stress reduction center at the University of Massachusetts Medical School and created a mindful-based stress reduction course, which is offered nationwide. He also wrote books in the 90s on mindfulness. There are many more amazing mindfulness Western pioneers worth reading about. I just wanted to give you all some background on where mindfulness came from. So what is mindfulness? I'll start with a definition from the Oxford Dictionary. Just follow me on this. The Oxford Dictionary says, Mindfulness is a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations used as a therapeutic technique. I'd say this definition is quite technical, as most dictionary definitions are. Mindful.org defines mindfulness as the basic human ability to be fully present, aware of where we are and what we are doing, and not overly reactive or overwhelmed by what's going on around us. And this is my favorite part of their definition. Mindfulness is a quality that every human being already possesses. It is not something you have to conjure up, you just have to learn how to access it. How great is that? Mindfulness is already a part of who we are as humans. As the Dalai Lama puts it, mindfulness is a fundamental need to the human condition. 
allow me to share my definition of mindfulness. So according to the Bible and dictionary of Claudia, <laughs> mindfulness is an extraordinary way to connect to the infinite possibilities that is this life in the present moment while learning to integrate love, gratitude, and non-judgment as tools to create a sustainable life for you and those around you. In essence, simplified is being fully aware of yourself and your environment in the given present moment. And the reason I used three definitions, including my own, was my hope that one of these definitions will resonate with you. Now, this is a very powerful and healthy state of mind and being. It's powerful because when you are in the present moment, you are then able to control your emotions, thoughts, fears, anxiety, and you're also able to cultivate a relationship with yourself, a loving one at that, which ultimately leads you to radical self-love. I gather you are now aware of the importance of mindfulness through these definitions. There are many ways to practice staying present, but the key is to stay present is the breath. The breath will become your bestie on this journey. The most popular one is sitting meditation. And I call it a sitting meditation because sitting isn't the only way to meditate, believe it or not. You can stand, walk, or lie down to meditate. And you don't have to close your eyes, especially during the walking meditation. That would just be silly. The goal of meditation isn't to get your mind to be still or quiet. We're not monks or attaining to be. The goal is to be present. To be present with it all. Your thoughts, emotions, anxiety, fears, but most importantly is to be present with yourself. I know this can be a lot for some of us, but if this is the path you choose for yourself, then my recommendation is to practice patience as well. Oh, I know that's definitely not an easy vice to learn. But it's not a goal with a specific due date. This will be learned over time along with mindfulness. The breath is the starting place of meeting yourself for the first time or coming back to yourself every time. You can also practice staying present by taking short breaks throughout your day, such as a breathing break or an observation break. I'll elaborate. If you find yourself where your thoughts are running rampant or your emotions are getting the better of you or your anxiety is high, all you have to do is take deep breaths to calm down in all of these three situations. No, seriously, it's that simple. Now, let's try taking three deep breaths together. Okay, ready? Now we're going to breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, hold the breath, breathe out. Notice how your mood is different from before even taking these three mindful breaths with me. Most of our lives We've never breathed consciously. Our respiratory system runs on autopilot. Lucky for us, right? By 
taking those three breaths with me, you consciously made the choice to take control over your breathing. Yes, you. You took control over yourself just now. Another wonderful thing about conscious breathing is that your mind is busy telling your lungs when to breathe in and when to breathe out or even hold it, leaving no room for your thoughts, emotions, or anxiety to take over in that specific moment. Crazy, right? Guess what, though? You just have you just have access, the most essential tool to being human. And you just learned what mindfulness feels like in your body. Yay, you! And it is normal when you begin to practice longer periods of conscious breathing, aka meditation, for the mind to wander, but all you have to do is come back to the breath. And I think we can all manage that, right? Now let's go right into the next one, the observation break. This kind of break requires you to pay attention to your current environment. Like for example, if you're at the park, you'll probably see trees swaying in the wind, birds flying by, children playing, dogs being walked. The idea is to pay complete attention to these things as to distract the mind for a short while so you don't continue being stressed about the situation you needed a break from. And I will always add those three breath, those deep breaths, three of them. You can take five, you can take ten, as many as you like, but it will help you in regards to this, this observation break. If, you come, if you're home, let's say, you can practice mindfulness by any creative means. Yes, any creative means such as cooking, gardening, painting, etc. It's just about being present while you're doing those things. You can also incorporate mindfulness when you work out in whichever modality you prefer to use. All you have to do is be in the present moment during every motion, which allows you to connect and listen to your body better. It's a great way to build a relationship with your body. That's why yoga is the most popular exercise for people who practice mindfulness or meditation. It's all about that mind-body connection and reinforcing it with yoga. In case you're wondering, yes, I do love yoga and I try to do at least two to three times a week. I learned so much through yoga. I learned about mindfulness. I met myself. And that's why 15 years later, I'm here expressing my passion for it to all of you. No, I promise I am not making all of this up because it sounds so easy to do it. It just really is. Here's some signs behind the positive effects of mindfulness to your mental health. Psychologists in this country have been using mindfulness and meditation to treat their patients. And ever since they saw how well their patients responded to different types of mindfulness practices, which is just using awareness. It's crazy. I know not all of you can get into meditation, but one of the reasons it's highly recommended to practice meditation is because it helps the mind and body bounce back from stress and stressful situations. I am more than happy to help anyone that's having a hard time getting into meditation. That's how much I believe in it. 
According to the American Psychological Association, mindfulness helps reduce overthinking, emotional reactivity, stress, anxiety, and bias towards each other. And I think we can use a little bit of that a lot less. It also increases focus, clarity, memory boost, immune function, cognitive flexibility, which is helping you develop new skills and habits, such as emotional intelligence, introspectiveness, self-love, and autonomy. I am not stopping there. It promotes empathy and compassion and overall improvement to our well-being. Isn't this a good start to know about our internal tool called mindfulness and most importantly how to practice it? Especially now that we need it more than ever. Mindfulness is also linked to better relationships, especially with your children. Studies have found that mindfulness practice can lessen stress, depression, and anxiety in parents of preschoolers and children with disabilities. Mindful parenting is also linked to more positive behavior in kids, proven in a study done by Berkeley. Mindful parenting and kids yoga are getting more and more attention than ever before, and I couldn't be more about it. For all the parents out there, yes, I will definitely be diving into this a lot more in this podcast. I think I just about covered a lot today. So I'll leave you to process with what you've learned about mindfulness. And I would love to hear about everyone's mindfulness journey. today's episode resonated with you in any way, please subscribe to my podcast and share with anyone that may need to hear today's message. You can find me at Presently Aqui on all social media platforms. Gratitude donations are also accepted via Venmo at Presently Aqui. My wish for all of you is to find the courage and strength to start the path to self-love through mindfulness because you deserve it. Remember the breath is the secret and always lead with love.